0: Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast, a business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Today, Ashley and I are going to dig a bit into her personal brand. She's got a video show and a podcast show and her talk for the C3EB Summit will center on, you know, aspects of her personal brand and her messaging. Of course, by the time this is live, the summit will have passed. But Ashley, I've heard you say the ripple effect of you more than once now, because I've been, you know, kind of following your content and and watching some of your other interviews. So can you tell us what that means, what it means to you and the message that you're projecting out into the
1: universe? Yeah. So it's funny because going into the idea of the ripple effect and, um, and then creating the show even, um, also working on a book related to this concept, but thank you <laughs> to get it done. Um, but really this idea of your own uniqueness. I love this thing by niece Lisa Nichols, where she talks about how would the world be different from who you decided to be? And I think each of us has our own idea of becoming the best version of ourselves or tapping into who we showed up here to be and understanding that within that you have this own set of things that you can actually contribute to the world in your own way, in your own unique part that can make such an impact on other people's lives. And not to negate that, not to dismiss that, not to doubt that, not to even just take that for granted and i feel like so many of us are not really living our truths we're not living really living who we have aspired to be or our dreams as a child or like just in what is possible and the ripple effect of you is really asking and kind of putting the premise around if you could be anyone that you chose to be who would you be how would you go about the how would you go about your life and showing up in the world what impact could you make what I found is that so many times, even as I'm talking to people, we kind of just think of ourselves in this little t- way, you know, like, who am I? Who do I think that I am that I could do this? Or, like, I don't want my light to shine because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. But the thing is, we all were supposed to make our light shine. Like, as Miriam Williamson said, we all were supposed to come here because and, and to live out every gift, every talent, everything that was in us was, is in us in order to help other people to unconsciously do the same thing. You know, I mean, from you having your show, it inspires me to go out and then create my show like for, further, even though it's already in the concept of being creative, but launching it this fall and really getting proactive and getting that done and getting that goal out there, you know, or from seeing other people write books, same thing. It, it pushes me to go out there and finally make my mark and what I have to say to the world and bring that forward. So I think really the concept is not to diminish any part of who it is that you are, or why you are here in this world, but to realize even in the smallest way of your life, you can have an impact on someone.
0: That's true. That's true. And I, I felt like I've, I've really leaned into that, uh, especially now with the conversations that we have about, um, about equality and equity. Um, yes. I've been leaning into that more myself. Um, you know, I'm not like a social media warrior exactly, but
1: you are in your own unique way.
0: Right. Well, just especially with the people that I care about yeah. because I know they care about what I have to say, right? Strangers are strangers, right? Yeah. But yeah. if I could change the mind or give someone pause for someone, you know, for someone that I actually know, someone that already respects mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Um, because either they, their respect is, mis- you know, they shouldn't respect me if they mm-hmm. disagree that vehemently, mm-hmm. or they should pause
1: mm-hmm.
0: and consider really what it is that i have to say so yeah
1: it's like a moment of impact
0: yes and that is really all i'm hoping to do mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but so you mentioned your show is is in the works it's coming yeah. launch day is approaching what's yeah. the the message behind your show what are you planning on focusing on
1: so there'll be every week we'll interview another uh fellow or I should say not another, a fellow millennial or a young person around some type of impact that they're making in the world and like their life journey and really just how they became to be who they are and like um, what it is that they're creating or doing in the world. Um, And then or even a leader as well that's impacting younger generations. And then I also want to have a moment where whatever it is like I'm kind of dealing with for the week and whatever idea or thought that comes to my head, I just want to talk to like just the audience about it, you know, and just like a short format. So
0: yeah, those those are those are really important. I, I really enjoyed doing um the interviews myself, but my show actually just started out me talking and saying a lot of the things mm-hmm. that I needed to say, at least with regard to not just marketing, but running a business and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh we've actually I've actually decided that during the off season I'll still do one podcast episode. Um, about whatever it is, you know, that week that I decide to focus on, but it'll just be me versus the full production effort that we go through here to to get our guest interviews out. So I think that those episodes are really important too. And it could be really fun um, mostly because it's your mic. You say what you want to say. (laughs) yeah.
1: yeah. And because who knows again, what type of impact you're going to make or who needs to hear that, you know, and even if, it's only one person. It was just one person who really needed to hear that whose life you just changed.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, So how do you begin to become the best version of yourself? You mentioned that, um, you know, shining your light. How does that journey start? And full disclosure, I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm like, and what? What's next? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm not in the army anymore. I hinted at this during the last season, um, but being in the army was a really important part of my identity. Um, I think it's something, I know people sympathize with me, but if, if you haven't served, um, then I think it's, it is really hard to understand because uh, people have said, you know, you're always a soldier and I do appreciate the sentiment. but. I am a veteran now, I am not an active duty soldier. And that was my life for eight and a half years. And I joined at 18. So it was incredibly foundational in terms of how I saw myself. And um, so just full disclosure, when I ask you, how do you begin to become the best version of yourself? It's because I'm still trying to find out.
1: <laughs> I feel like I am too, you know?
0: So good. I'm like avid, avidly paying attention over here because uh, even even tried to find whatever, uh, I'm reading The Big Leap right now, I love and that. he talks about finding your zone of genius, and yeah. I'm like, okay, that's great, yeah. but, it, it you know, I wish I had some sort of, I don't know, more tangible talent or something, right? Like there's some people dance and and things like that. Like, I'm like, I feel like that's like a tangible thing. You can feel the joy just emanating off of their body while they practice their art, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had something like that. I don't know. I know it's self-discovery and I'm impatient, but please, how do you become the best version of yourself?
1: Yeah, that's the thing too. I mean, the comparison part, right? Because we always feel like, oh, it's my talent or whatever. I mean, but it could be, like even with your podcast, like you can become a, eventually like one of the number one leading podcasters of today, right? And I know you're just like, what? But I'm serious though. And, and I mean, and so we all have our own unique gifts. But I think the main thing is, I mean, I'm always, I'm constantly like a work in progress as I've said previously. And, um, and uh, I think you need to just sit with yourself. Sit with yourself and understand that the very beginning for me, like on this journey of like kind of like more personal discovery of myself and like my personal development, we're just kind of understanding first, what is it if I were just to have any type of dream life of who I was going to be or whatever else, what would that picture perfect like kind of fairy tale look like? What would I be doing? Who would I be meeting with? What type of um, talent or skills would I wanna have or be able to kind of use whichever and as I slowly started like putting that into place and kind of visualizing that, it started manifesting more. Or like, as I started really seeking out people to help me understand what are things that I really need to work on? What are limiting beliefs that I have about myself? What are, um, what are things that it has been getting in the way? You know, like my own sabotage things that I've continuously have done that are, are not serving me anymore. And I think that for many of us, we don't all the time sit with ourselves we don't all the time take the time to get this type of, even if you can't like afford it in this way or like go get some, you know, a coach that you meet with, etc. but you can do this on your own by just kind of analyzing what are things that you want to change about yourself? What are things that you really like about yourself? And then as you're on this journey, it's kind of like you shed that stuff and you analyze yourself like, why do I do that? And if you stay with yourself and ask yourself, it will kind of pop out. I mean, I, I've noticed like the more when I ask myself things, I'll have a, like a, almost like a flash, like, oh, wait, that's when that started. Or like, it's because of this or because of this. Because we have so much of our, our, our brain is just such this amazing thing that has all this memory of things that it will show us if we ask. And so I think the main thing is to become our best selves is understanding, one is you need to sit with yourself and reflect. Two, as you're reflecting, really be truthful with yourself about what it is that you don't like, what it is that you do like, what it is that you need to improve on. And as you do, takes every day, take measurable kind of steps to work towards changing that or impacting that in some way. And even if you don't intentionally do it, the fact that you even have acknowledged it, it will start kind of manifesting more where you're wanting to change it more. Because there's so many things that I didn't even realize that I was doing that were like sabotaging me. That now that I am acknowledged, I'm, I've acknowledged it. I'm like fixing it, you know? Because I don't want to, or like even be limiting beliefs, how I talk to myself, you know? Because I feel like sometimes we're always in our head talking to ourselves and we tend to say the same things to ourselves every day, not even realizing. So the minute you think change one thought, okay, great. That then that changed another thought and another thought. All of a sudden it's like, okay, you're changing your entire mindset of who you see yourself being and who you're becoming.
0: Changing that inner monologue. Yes. It's a it's amazing, I think, what we accomplish despite some terrible monologues. Cause yeah. it wasn't something I focused on initially. Mm-hmm. Um It it wasn't until I quit my job, quit my job. And I realized that I've quit my job. And then I I read the book, Think and Grow Rich, Uh which is what keyed me into how I actually made that happen. I realized that I had spoke it into existence every single day. I did not even consider the possibility of failure and i think what other the other thing that made it work was that it was actually the perfect thing for me at that time i was not asking for something ahead of time and i had people that i spoke to about it and i talked to at least one of them every day about it and it was like if i could just get to here and do this then i will do this next step i always hit the next step
1: wow but i
0: did not i did not entertain The possibility of failure. But the thing was, is I had a very clear idea of what it, what it was, what it looked like when I would consider myself successful. The problem slash good thing was that I got there way sooner than I thought. And then I just kind of felt like I was adrift, kind of like, oh, well, what do I do next? Do I have an agency? Do I try and sell a product? Like, do I need employees? Like, so I think that's my biggest struggle. And I think I'm not the only one, I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm like a mid-career successful person where I'm kind of like, I do want to be my best, my best self, but I don't know who that is. Like, what does my life look like as my best self? And, and then the other thing too is like, well, what if I get it wrong? <laughs> Can yeah. you get your best self wrong?
1: <laughs> no, because your soul, your soul knows. You know, you deep down, we all we all really know our truth and like what it is that we what we love, what we desire, what we want. We all really know. I think like you said, though, most of us when I was trying to hit it, most of us don't take the time to sit down and figure out what that is. It was like what I forgot which guy said this quote, but he's like uh, he he the problem is most people don't know what they want. He would like to give people what they want or something. But most people just don't know because they don't take that take the time to think. The other thing is which has just hit me, is that many times we don't think we even deserve it, right? I mean, I had heard no so many times with, you know, with the company on so many different things with investors and blah, 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 that at a certain point, I was just so irritated. I was like, you know, just forget it. I'm just going to bootstrap the company. Thank God having that mindset also helped me in other ways with getting traction and so that I was ready eventually when I realized I need to understand that I am deserving but many times, many of us don't even think that we're deserving of different things, which already hinders the idea that we can have what we really want to have. So we just settle. So dun, it dun, dun. <laughs> <Settling>. <laughs> no, that's, that's
0: really powerful. And and just thank you for sharing that you've, you've given me some food for thought. So <laughs> I have learned a long time ago that I'm never the only person who had the question I asked or Feels the way that I feel. So I know that at least one other person, although probably a few, but at least one other person is going to walk away from listening to this episode like, oh, I need to, you know, schedule some time with myself. Um, I hope
1: so I hope so. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm sure. And now I'm like, okay, what am I doing tomorrow? I can
1: schedule some time with myself. Yeah. I mean I still need to I still I continuously do it, like kind of check in, but I also have yeah. to-do list to do. And like even putting the vision board together, I need to update mine so that I have it right in front of my desk so I can, you know, see different things that will God willing materialize or manifest. So
0: yeah. Okay. So in terms of we you've got a couple different avenues. So if there are millennial or gen z content creators who are listening then they should definitely go to your website Woo! right and set up an account there yes um but what about other places to reach you and are there any resources or anything like that that you've got that you would point us
1: towards yeah sure so i'm definitely active on social media sometimes not so much with instagram which is kind of weird being a millennial i know um, no, it's but.
0: not. I I'm <laughs> not good at Instagram. I am terrible at the gram. And my virtual assistant, which wishes I loved Instagram as much as she does, because I don't.
1: Ew, I mean it's kind of fun, but I'm like, I really don't like taking that pit like pictures of myself. And like a lot of people like taking pictures. I mean, I don't know. So I'm just I post a lot of quotes, you know. Anyway, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on all social media. Um, so just try to find me at Ash and Will, which I know you're probably going link into or like um just ashley m williams or like ashley your favorite millennial something like that like on facebook but in terms of resources i would highly recommend um different books like you said like think and grow rich i'd also recommend you're a badass by jim centurro is one of my favorite books um i also recommend the surrender experiment which has become one of my favorite books it's basically about allowing whatever it is that you Need help with or like that you're trying to understand more whatever that you is just like what you're trying to get towards letting it just sort of giving it away just putting it out there in the world and Kind of just seeing what happens with you not being so forceful with it and how the pieces will come together. It's a beautiful book um, I'd also suggest the magic book or like magic book it's basically about gratitude and there's a gratitude challenge every day And it just makes you just feel much more joyful in the world. I started doing it during quarantine. I need to keep doing it. But I just think it's really nice every morning to put down what you're grateful for. And then at night to really think about your day and to think what you're grateful for. Because it just makes you just feel much more uplifted. So...
0: I actually, um, I started this thing with the kids, uh, I think it was a couple years ago. Uh, as part of our bedtime routine, after we brush our teeth and go to the bathroom, we talk about one thing that made us happy and one thing that we're grateful for. And we Aww. do try to get the kids to focus on something that somebody else did for them or with them in That's terms sweet. of the grateful thing. So it's I'm going to go with my kids one. Yeah, I I can't remember exactly why I started doing it, but I I just wanted to introduce. I think I think it was that I wanted to reflect more on the things that I was grateful for, and then I figured it, you can't be too young to start that. We even ask the two-year-old, and she usually goof's off a little bit, and she'll she'll jump around and say that she's grateful for jumping. And I'm like, you know what? She's got strong legs. She should be grateful for that. Good for her. <laughs> Um, but even, even she gets in on it and she wants her turn. And I think that's important, you know, and the kids will say stuff like dinner or Mm -hmm. that, you know, dad played with them or that one of their siblings helped them with something, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's, I I think it's really nice. And it gives me an opportunity to share with the kids, um, about things that have happened, you know, and then my husband too, things that happened to us during the day. That we're grateful for. It used to have more variety mm-hmm. before quarantine started, for sure, but <laughs>
1: that's so sweet.
0: But thank you so much for being here with me and for doing this interview series. I know that a lot of people are going to get a tremendous amount of value, and I'm really excited to get it out there. It's going to be a great season.
1: Thank you. I'm so appreciative for you having me and for the opportunity and for your doing your show and creating it and hosting it. So thank you for the impact that you're making.
0: Yes. And thanks again, AJ, for introducing us. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.